0: to the real madrid podcast now coming up in today's program we're going to be taking a look at who and what has been making the media headlines over the last few days and we'll take a more in depth look at this weekend's opponent's Ibar. first of all though don't forget you can catch it with all of the previous episodes of the podcast via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com or on itunes google stitcher spotify and all of the major streaming providers Let's begin that today with Dortmund's Michael Zorc. He's been saying that he wants Ashraf Hakimi to continue at Borussia Dortmund next season, but he did say the situation at the moment is very clear. Ashraf returns to Spain in the summer we are very interested in him continuing with us next season. As for the player and his views, he said, I can't lie, of course, I want to succeed at Real Madrid because it is my home. If not, then I will try elsewhere. And don't forget, Dortmund have significant bargaining tools in Jaden Sancho. And we'll have a bit more on him in a couple of minutes. And, of course, Erling Haaland. So seeing Al-Shav me in a Dortmund shirt next season isn't entirely all fantasy. Donny van der Beeg's future was discussed on Dutch television with Edwin van der Sar, saying it is very clear Madrid and Manchester United are interested in Donny. However, Madrid's interest is not as keen as last year on the subject of price. He said, "Whilst the movement of players for 150 to 200 million euros will disappear, we will still have players of significant value. So, anybody coming in to show interest and wanting to sign our players, there will be no 50% discounts." Paulo Dybala has been offered to both Real Madrid and Barcelona after negotiations on a new contract broke down over his demands for 15 million euro per season. Italian media reported. for this to happen, Juventus would have to sell at least four players. Now, Dybala had been offered to Madrid in the past, in fact, on more than one occasion over the last few years, but interest was never particularly high. The player who is in his fifth season in Turin has scored 64 goals in 152 games with Juventus and his contract runs until 2022. Now, back in April, German media reported that Borussia Dortmund had set a price for Jaden Sanchez's departure at 140 million. In the last 24 hours, the UK press have been reporting that his price has been set at £130 million. Uh, What is certain here is that, regardless of the financial situation, the world around them is in. Borussia Dortmund realise the value of a player who's possibly the second most valuable on the market today after Kilina Mbappe, and they have no intention of offering any incentives to others to take their star man who remember is just 20 years of age it does look likely that he will stay in dortmund for the next year and negotiations will begin in earnest next summer with the player moving into the final year of his contract now staying on talent for the future madrid's japanese international Takahusa kubo The Japanese Messi, as they call him, who's on loan at Mallorca, has proved to be a huge draw back in Japan this year with eight of the ten most-watched games on television involving Mallorca. The highest-rated game on Japanese television, Mallorca against Villarreal back in November, a game which Mallorca won 3-1, and Kubo scored his first La Liga goal, actually, that day. As for where he's going to be playing next season, that is still uncertain, but Real Sociedad have shown a big interest and his obvious talents would certainly fit well with a side in the top 10 in La Liga. Luki Jovic is still making plenty of news. He may not now be seen until next season, but that hasn't diminished any of Milan's interest or desire to sign him. The problem remains, though, that they don't want to actually buy him. They still just want to take him on loan for two years with an option rather than an obligation to buy him at the end of it. If he did go, he would link up, of course, with Rebic who was at Frankfurt for a couple of years, 78 games he played, scoring 17 goals. The two of them had a reasonably effective partnership together. That said, uh, it looks highly improbable that Real Madrid are going to give a player away for two years with potentially nothing at the end of it. Dayot upper the future surrounding him, is again looking uncertain. All of the speculation, of course, has been weighing on some of his recent performances. You may have seen him get sent off last weekend and his club, RB Leipzig, have, according to German media, told him, sign an extension to your contract or leave the club this summer. We have a clear understanding with the player, said the CEO, Oliver Minzlav. We will not let him go for free. We cannot afford that as a club. There is a clause which allows him to leave before June 30th for €60 million. Euro. The 21-year-old's contract, remember, runs out in 2021. James Rodriguez's ongoing situation continues to draw comments. Former Atletico defender Perea said James will have to win over Simeone. Cholo bases his entire game on defence. He wants a lot of sacrifice from his players. So James must understand what he will find here if he were to sign. Doesn't look really, does it on paper, as if it's a match made in heaven, that. Diego Carlos, who is enjoying his first season in Spain with Sevilla, continues to interest Real Madrid, but with a contract that runs until 2024... It's not going to be easy to prize away the Brazilian defender. Now, with that in mind, President Pérez, according to certain sections of the Spanish media, has allowed Brahim Diaz to be used in negotiations to bring down the cost of the deal by about 20 to 25 million, from the 60 million severe want to a more affordable 35 to 40 million. All in all, it would be a disappointing end, wouldn't it, for Diaz if indeed he does go on to leave. The player who was tipped a few years ago to grow into one of Europe's elite is still finding it difficult to actually convince people since he first appeared for Manchester City. Back in 2016 in an EFL Cup match in Swansea in the four seasons following, he started just five league games, all with Madrid in his first six months there. This season he's appeared just three times. Now, Real Madrid are preparing to raise money for the Real Madrid Foundation, which is involved in projects around the globe by auctioning off the shirts the players are wearing in the final six games of the season. Now, Bidding will start on kick-off and it runs for three days following the game and bids can be made through the Real Madrid website. Now with Chelsea looking to recoup money after their summer spending spree and Golo Conte's name has appeared today. The twenty nine year old's contract runs until twenty twenty three. Chelsea have valued him at around fifty million, which in this climate does look a bit on the expensive side. It uh, looks doubtful that Madrid will follow up any of their earlier interests. Kai Havertz is fast becoming the hottest transfer property of this summer and emboldened by their move to try and tie up Timo Werner. Chelsea are ready to tempt Leverkusen with an £85 million offer in excess, of course, of what Bayern and Real Madrid have offered so far to date. Tempting as it may be, the pulling power of Real Madrid and indeed Bayern Munich may yet still swing the deal their way. Sergio Ramos's future was discussed by Rene Ramos. He was quoted in interviews saying Sergio playing in the new Bernabeu. It would be the perfect way, he said, to end his career. And a few unnamed sources have been appearing in Spanish media saying that all should be well and that Ramos will get another year on his contract, a deal which would take him up until 2022 in the next world cup finals which would increase the likelihood that he would actually be part of the spanish squad in those finals trisola has been talking about his future this week the player who will be returning from a spell with Bayern munich was talking about sociedad the club that he began his career with back in 2013-14 and he made 50 appearances there before that move to madrid in 2018. Now, with his future uncertain, he was asked if he would like to potentially return to Real Sociedad. His response, yes, one day I would love to return. With competition for places very, very high, indeed, a loan back to Sociedad might be on the agenda for next season. French media have been reporting in the last 24 hours that Real Madrid are preparing their first offer for Camavinga with a 50 million down payment and another 10 million in add ons. Now, as impressive as this looks, it may not be enough to actually move Rennes who are holding out for £75 Or And remember, PSG remain ready to pounce if the deal looks as if it might not happen with Madrid. But also quoted in French media this week, one of the journalists who knows him very well has been quoted as saying, Camavinga's future is at Real Madrid, either this year or next. It is his and his parents' desire. He will have no problem in adapting. He's a very humble guy. Nothing, he said, like an Elka or Nasri. And finally, in the media roundup, more on Raul and his potential to coach Schalke next season. There is no doubt that the idea is very appealing to the fans, but to have him on his own is simply unrealistic, say uh, club sources due to his lack of experience. But it could be possible if it were in tandem with a more experienced coach alongside him and names that have been mentioned, Southampton's roundup, Ralf of course, he's just signed an extension to his deal with Southampton, or indeed Ralph Ranić, who has already had two spells in Gersenkirchen. He, though, is said to be in negotiations currently with Milan about taking over there next season right time to move on let's take a look at this weekend's opponents in a little bit more detail it's only the 14th ever meeting between the two clubs Real Madrid and Ibar Madrid of 1-10 drawn to lost just the one that loss, though, came last season in this fixture when Ibar won 3-0. It was the first time in the history of meetings Madrid hadn't actually scored against Ibar as well. It was one of those days where, despite actually dominating the possession once again, they'd have well into the 60-plus percentage points of it. Uh, Ibar had nearly three times the number of shots on target as Real Madrid that said, though, Madrid do usually score plenty of goals in this fixture 32 in all to Ibar's eight. They were back on familiar territory with a 4 0 victory in Ibar in November, with two goals from Benzema, one each for Ramos and Valverde. Coach Mendinabar's record isn't great against Real Madrid either. He's lost 15 of the 20 games that he's played against them during the course of his managerial career. He's won one with Valladolid back in November of 2008. And the other was the victory last season. He has as well endured some miserable days in Madrid. Twice he's been beaten by seven goals. The last time was when he was with Osasuna back in 2011. Now, one specific area that Zidane has been working on with his players is avoiding costly late goals. Eight times this season in La Liga and Champions League, they've conceded goals in the last 13 minutes of games. And in La Liga, it has cost them no fewer than 12 points. Now, high a start, this match ran down in 16th place in La Liga on 27 points. Relegation still a big threat for them. Form 2 is very poor. Just one victory in the last eight games. And only three of those games... They've actually scored goals in in open play. Away from home, they've failed to score in seven games. They've won just one away in La Liga this season. That against Leganes back in November. Fourteen different players have been on the score sheet so far this season. The two veterans of the squad topped the scoring charts. The Chilean international Fabian Orellana with seven is the leading goal scorer. He's having his best season actually since 2011-2012 when he was at Celta Viga. And the 35-year-old Brazilian Charles has five goals this season as well. And to show just what a good season Orellana is having, he's actually the lead assist provider here as well with six. The other list that he does top, though, incidentally, is the yellow card list with eight. But everywhere you look, though, this team is substantially deficient to Real Madrid across all of the averages. One goal per game to Madrid's 1.8. Uh, possession-wise, the average for the season, 47.7 to 56.4 for Real Madrid. Pass completion, 70.6 to 86.5 for Real Madrid. Uh, shots on goal, it's 16.1 to Real Madrid, 11.3 to Ibar and 14.8 tackles to 16 per game for Real Madrid it really would be something of a massive upset if there was to be anything other than a comfortable victory this weekend for Real Madrid and that just about wraps it up then for this edition do join us again next week for more in the meantime enjoy the match when it returns on Sunday for the moment though from me Tim Cable bye-bye for now